Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clem, alongside only one sidekick today, my man J.D. Davis in the house. We are doing our college football preview today. We got some NFL headlines uh, involving Tim Tebow, Jamal Adams, um, a bunch of other fun stuff. Cole Hamels basically fleecing the Dodgers. It is a weird weekend in sports we had. Um Plus, we're going to talk a lot of college football today, so it's going to be a fun time. JD, so preseason, baby. Oh my god, preseason the quarterbacks. Oh my god, who who did thunk it? Uh, Mac has the highest QB rating out of all the uh, quarterbacks right now. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about any of that in preseason. Oh, I'm sorry, that was. I just want to see who flashes. That was uh, me channeling my inner Kevin. Sorry, I know um, it. Uh, but uh, yeah. So JD, of course, is here, and yes, uh, sir. Gene, we'll start off with Tim Tebow. Yeah. Announced about, I think, about 10.15, 10.30 this morning. He was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, how do I put this delicately? Duh. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, what in sweet hell was that? Hey. So, first of all, I-, I like Tim Tebow as a dude. I really do. Um now he keeps trying things and trying things that he's just uh, not quite succeeding at, but I respect that. He's willing to try stuff and fail in front of the world. Good for you, Tim. That being said, Urban, you inviting him to camp made you look like a rookie head coach, uh, you know, inviting in your buddy, and everyone told you how it was going to play out. It played out exactly how we thought it was going to play out. Um, he was a meme, basically, on, what was that, Saturday when they played the Browns. Oh, my God. Uh, fucking Roblox just – that that one that one wasn't even the, like the worst. Like he got swim swim moved so bad in a few other ones. Like it, 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 he didn't look like he deserved to even make a tryout, and that's where it kind of falls on Urban. I don't think it looks great for Urban, um, a guy who obviously likes Urban. You know, I'm a Buckeye guy, but um, but yeah, I think Urban's shown it a little bit in the draft and with this Tim Tebow stuff. I know that's not the headline here, but like that he looks like a rookie head coach in in a lot of ways. Uh, but Tim Tebow. I'll defend Tim Tebow in this that, look, he's willing to go out there. He's willing to try baseball. He's willing to try a comeback. Stuff that none of us would do, especially when everyone's making fun of him about it. At the end of the day, he's got a job at ESPN talking about college football. So good for him for failing in front of the world. But, I mean, you know. You look, who he, look who he's married to. Life could be a lot worse. Exactly. <laughs> I, I saw she did a TikTok. It popped in my For You page. And I was looking at it. I'm like, I forgot. His wife is one of like the top twenty most beautiful women that ever's walked. She a TikToker? No, they just celebrities. Their TikToks pop up faster. I just meant like she TikToks. I'm kind of surprised. 
like no, I think it was it might even have been his uh his TikTok account. Like every celebrity has one like now, but like sure. I'm, I'm out of the TikTok world. I I have it for pure entertainment. I was about to make one today for the show. I was gonna do TikTok shots on uh Jamal Adams, but I did the whole video and I was like, eh, kind of seems lackluster. I really it's like an in-between reaction to it, but um yeah. I'm I'm waiting for like the start of college football or not college football, just football in general though to really really dive because oh, I do want to do the shots, but I haven't had any Dude. like thing I'm overly passionate about that like ah I want to you know get this out there right now, but Bro, I if, will if by some miracle Miami pulls off the upset of the century. Dude, oh. no, I'm going to be hysterical on oh. that shit. Scorched earth, baby. I'm calling all gum Twitter. No, oh. I'm just kidding. Gum Twitter loves me. Uh, but I, uh, I got to say, though, it's hysterical to me how headlines have been so meh the past couple weeks. It's like the second football. We thought everything was going to break loose, and the first five days of football was insane. Right, right, and now it's just like the calm before the storm. Right, like you two. Know, I don't uh, know if it was a live stream or two shows ago or something. There was one that like felt like you know, we had the John the Giants and the yeah, yeah. The Mike Thomas, and there were so many like training camp stories, and they've kind of died down. And even the the big stories I would say were the weekend were all the you know the rookie quarterbacks that played, but even those were everyone just kind of played solid. You know what I mean? Like there was really no one to like make fun of. There was really no one that like stood head and shoulders above everyone else. So even that is like, yeah, although young guys look good, it's, you know, week one of preseason, we'll see. But even those, there was nothing that separated. There's not like a, a story from those preseason games to really go off of. Yeah, you know what cracked me up the most is that like, looking back at like, oh my God, Tebow got cut. And I swear they talked about it on a first take while I was at the gym. I got to the gym around 1030 this morning. I'm leaving. I'm leaving, and it's still the headline. I'm like, such a first take thing, guys. He just got cut. He'll go back to his smoking hot wife. It's fine. He, she'll give him a hug. She'll make him dinner, or he'll make her dinner. Who cares? And then he'll call up ESPN tomorrow, and be like, "Hey, can I have my job back in college game day?" And I'm like, "Oh yes, Tim." It's I'm sure he had man. something set up with ESPN, and we're like, "Hey, like I'm gonna go try to do this, like as a contingency. It's cool if I come back." Like, I, I'm. He will be. On first take once a week, talk a little college football. He will be on SEC Network every week, and he will make a couple appearances on game day, and he will still have a great freaking life. <laughs> I'm not trying to call a belly of personnel here, but like I'm reading like headlines, people writing shit for us. And it's why is just, this such a big story? It's like, and it's just like triumphant return to the NFL falls tragically short. I'm like, really, guys? Like, yeah. What did you think was going to happen? He was going to be Darren Waller 2.0 or Gronk or some shit? Like the fuck. I think Tim thinks he can do anything, so he tried it. Mm -hmm. Urban, he gave me being his friend, gave him a shot. But I think Urban fans, everyone wrote this story before it started, and we're 100% accurate. Really nothing to see here other than guy, you know, bet on himself a little much. He made during practice from Lawrence that a guy went hyped up. I'm like, huh, maybe this dude actually is going to make the roster. And then I saw that block, and I'm like, all right, how long until he gets cut? Yo, he, the funny thing is he looks jacked in the uniform. He kind of looks like a tight end. He, his biceps were popping through those jerseys, man. But, yeah, it, it it just goes to show that, like, I feel like tight end gets a little disrespected as a position where it's just like any athlete from any sport, if they're big and strong, you're just like, that guy would be a sick tight end in the league. You know, that's always the LeBron thing. But, like, beyond LeBron, like, that, that seems to be the position that, like, 
oh, like when in doubt, they're big, strong, and athletic, throw them at tight end. And that's probably a little disrespect to tight end because the ones that really do it at the top, top, dude, you got to be able to block like a lineman and take on some of them big dudes and be able to snag the ball like a receiver. And you got to split time on that like in practice. I, I think tight end gets a little disrespected in this story. Well, it's so funny to me because you look at Logan Thomas. He's one of the first ones I've seen in a while where it's just a converted quarterback who actually is succeeding. And then you have the Eagles trying to do this one with Tyree Jackson. But on the field on, on Thursday, he looked like the be- one of the best receivers in the field. So maybe right. it is working. Some of these big physical running quarterbacks who like to hit, like they may work. But a lot of these guys, unfortunately, huh. you're asking them to do this crazy amount of change. Like, I'm sorry, I never in any type of way – thought Tim Tebow was going to be able to block for Trevor Lawrence uh, for Trevor Lawrence or Travis Etienne or James Robinson, any of these guys. So no. at the end of the day, I looked at it like, all right, he might be a fun guy in the passing game because he's a tank. But even when I remember his col- like his days as a quarterback, he wasn't the hardest guy to bring down. He's pretty top heavy. So that's the yeah, and, and if if you are like no help in the blocking game. You have to be special as a receiver to get on the field. I think Kelsey, Kelsey, I was just about to say Waller struggled with that, especially a little early. I think he's gotten better, but like you have to be a dude that like, we can't afford not to play you because you're just going to out jump people. And you're just going to be that big of a threat in the red zone. If you're not going to be able to block. And even if Tim Tebow's solid receiver, Make it a couple catches, like you said. He might have had a nice catching camp. Can he do that consistently enough after not spending his whole life catching balls and throwing them? Probably not. Not enough to justify not being able to block. No. I think we all saw it coming. Tim Tebow yeah. got cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, another quick headline. Uh, Jamal Adams got a $72 million four-year extension from the Seattle Seahawks. I'm interested and, to hear your take on this. Okay, so, one, congratulations, Seahawks. You paid for a safety that can't play safety. Um <laughs> I am a big proponent of a striker for two defense. For those of you who don't know, it means when it means you put a safety down in the box as a linebacker. He can cover, play the run. I mean, Jabril, Jabril Peppers at Michigan. Jabril Peppers at Michigan. Um, Malcolm Jenkins in Philadelphia. These guys who can a little bit of Jabril Peppers at the Giants, to be honest. Yeah, true. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm more of a pure. I'm like I like the Anthony Harris Ed Reed type. You know, like the guys can play center field. Yeah. I'm more of that, but I like having like I almost. Honestly, my dream type of defense is having three safeties in the field. Honestly, one in the box and two over the top. But, you know, I'm weird like that. But this is me talking, getting all football nerdy here. Maybe this is what we use, we use the YouTube live stream for next time. Hey, our fans. But, we'll draw something up. We'll have a chalk we'll, hour with Jared. Yeah, maybe we'll start doing that in the middle of the season. I'll start explaining shit. Uh, but Jamal Adams played great once they kept him near the line of scrimmage and allowed him to rush the passer. And play the run and short coverage. Was that different than what he did in New York? Yeah, New York tried to have him play like deep, and it was just ugly. Play man-to-man coverage. And it's so funny because it met. I even said on the the TikTok that will never be released. Uh, <laughs> like he was my favorite safety to have in Madden because you have a good over-the-top like ball hawk safety, and you get Adams as your uh, your strong safety. He's a guaranteed at least two forced fumbles a game, man. His hit stick was broken right. in the last two men. So, right. but it, it like Seattle, the problem is now Seattle's in cap hell. 
Like, I was gonna say, so, sounds like you don't like it then. For Between, them. I, uh, it's a meh move to me. It's like, congratulations, you didn't improve your defense at all, but um, you're still here. I, I mean, like, it doesn't change anything really to me. I was gonna say, it feels like a, you know, like uh, taking a bucket of water out of a sinking boat. Like, it's not, not that they're like a sinking boat, but. The fact that the defense, I don't. It's like, it's I like guess shoot. I'm trying to say it was a bad analogy. I guess I'm trying to say this doesn't feel like it fixes problems that they have. It's like no, it's it's like saying, "Hey, my car's got a bad transmission. Let me throw some rims on it." Yeah. And as much as rims are cool, but if the car, car don't doesn't <laughs> car doesn't shift from first to second gear when you're getting on the highway ramp, it doesn't do shit, does it? Um, now I just to me it's just kind of. Eh. It's like it's like a C minus move. It's like great, you you paid too much. We knew this was gonna happen though. That's why I guess my reaction is kind of like even keel because it's like I knew they were gonna have to pay him. Like we're they, they gonna let him walk. Is this their sad attempt at like trying to do a Legion of Boom light? <laughs> Just hit stick out of the safety. But like Cam Chancellor could play center field a little bit. That was no, I agree. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's not a. This feels like they think they their identity is defense is and hard hitting. Hard hitting secondary guys, and that yeah. was their identity when they were good. So this is their attempt to get back at that, and I just don't think it's there. But are they better with Jamal Adams? Sure. Did they overpay for him? Also possible. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know if I have a, a overly crazy opinion about it. Um, I was more interested to just kind of hear what you had to say. Oh yeah, um, no, but mean, he's a good player. I mean, oh, he's no, not, no, you're not no, upset no. with you. No, he's I know you're not. Way but too overpaid. Way too I, I think, yeah, I just think, and for four years, a guy that's I mean, had injury problems. If if Pete Carroll and the boys can figure out a defense that utilizes him to his full advantage, then he's worth the money. It's a matter of fact of how you use him. It's like you paid a lot for a striker back. Now figure it out. Right, and if he can stay healthy. Yeah, no, obviously. I mean, his health has really been the biggest concern from some. Sa- some safeties are a lot worse. Um, last of the funny, uh, well, first off, my Timberwolves apparently got Patrick Beverly out of freaking nowhere for Hernan Gomez and, um, Jarrett Culliver and the with the Grizzlies. So apparently Patrick Beverly is, uh, joining D'Lo and Edwards and Cat up in uh, Minnesota. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is interesting. Like we got a defender problem. We got an irritating uh, ir- agitator. I finally. hope Pat Beverly rents wherever he goes because he uh, doesn't like to stay in a city very long. Uh, that being said, hey, you know, good for the Timberwolves. I don't think it makes them significantly better. But that being said, I do I, – I I obviously – I like D'Angelo Russell a lot. I like the way he's kind of rebranded his career, um, you know, from some of the incidents in, in the Lakers and, and stuff like that. And then he goes and he kind of earns it in Brooklyn – um, so I'd like to see him succeed, obviously, Ohio State guy. Um, and Towns, I just – you never hear anything of Towns. I think he's good. I, I like the players on that team, he's but still, – He's still ranked as one of the top three best centers in the league. The problem is just he – I don't know just, if he's top three centers in the league now. Joel and Jokic. That's it. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Is no, no. Anthony Davis, Anthony, Davis Anthony Davis isn't even a center. He's like a power forward hybrid. He plays center. He plays center on the the, the AARP Lakers. What I guess I would it? say like the big men. Uh, maybe I wouldn't say center. Maybe I would say big men. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying big. pure centers. Like okay, eight pounds. Did you say eight? Give me another year from actually being good. And he's not nearly the offensive threat. Yeah, Towns Towns is third all time in the Timberwolves in threes, and he's also an athletic freak in the paint. 
The problem is you just never watch Towns play basketball. Yeah, no, I, I watched him. I watched like, him. I, I watched like, like, twice games all the time. So it's like I got to right. see Towns when the three of them, Towns, oh, four. If you count so why are they so, like, why were they so bad? Because none of them played this year. That's Edwards was the only one who played all 82 games. Um, D'Angelo like, played a D'Angelo decent played, amount of it, didn't he? Yeah, but Towns missed a lot too. The only were on the court together with Malik Beasley, they're, they're like a six man for about, 12 games and i think they won nine of them they were they were beating contenders too they're a great team when they're all on the floor the problem yeah. is they literally had the worst injury history injury bug i'd ever seen it was well, like Town, oh, Town's Town's just had well town that's that's kind this of year a, town, a town's, got hosed, town's. towns got screwed and then by the time towns was back like mid like mid-season d goes down so it was just towns and ant and they were playing great together the chemistry was on there the problem is they didn't have enough firepower off the bench because Beasley was out a little bit too. That's why I love this deal because Beverly can hit threes and he can play defense and he's an agitator. Yeah, three, you, you're, I tell you what, in the NBA, the last five years or so, one thing I've come to learn, adding a three and D guy is never going to make your team worse. I don't think there's a better like defense with a three than Pat Beverly. He's, he's one a of top the, five, one of the best perimeter defenders. He's just an irritant. Yeah. Yeah, some of the guys I would have put ahead of him, I probably wouldn't put anymore. Yeah. Might and things like for this, now. I think this bumps up Minnesota because Culver is an, is an energy guy, but we have Josh Kogi. Hernan right. Gomez wasn't going to play between Nas Reed and then um, Towns, and I think we've got another big man uh, whose name escapes me right now, but it's like the guy wasn't getting playing time. Yeah, so what was I the point? Tell you, Timberwolves people. I am. I don't, I don't think I, 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 wa- I watched. I watched. Two, I watch a game a week, and I still can't even figure tell you. But they went and got a, a big man in the off season, and it's <laughs> like they went and got a powerful stretches the geography of the United States, and I love it. I know. I, I'm. A, I'm an amazing person. He's a patriot, um, folks. I am a true American patriot. That's right. Not um, not those patriots. Eh? Yeah, American. they suck. Yeah, yeah, American Patriot, real Patriots. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, last funny headline: Cole Hamels has elbow and arm soreness, or it might just be arm soreness. Who cares? Because didn't throw a single damn pitch for the LA Dodgers, but he's still the Dodgers are still on the hook for a million dollars from Cole Hamels this year, which I find utterly hysterical. He's yeah. thrown three innings in the last two years. Those stories are always funny when it's like teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers and stuff that like have the biggest. This is like Ellsbury level, crap. and I, I'm I'm here for it. I really am. Like I love if, this. If I'm being 100 percent honest, I don't know who that person is. Jacoby, you have to understand. You have to no 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 the the guy you were just talking about. Cole Hamels, he pitched for the. It um, sounds familiar, but like for the, the uh, bear in mind, he pitched for those really good Phillies teams when we were kids. Oh, that, that's Holiday, that's teams. why I know him. Yeah, because of, he was in number three. MLB the show 08. That's yeah, why I know him. For that loaded Phillies team that won okay. the World Series in 08. Oh, he's, and still, then, he's still trucking, kind of? Not really. Yeah, barely. Uh, clearly not. But yeah, no, I think his career is basically done. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would have a hard time naming 10 baseball players. JD on this show is not. JD and Samir. I'm never going to be the help. Listen. We are a great th- three-man weave because I can basically span almost anything. Basketball, I'd say, is my weakest sport besides hockey. Hockey, I have lost. I would say basketball is my second behind football. I actually like yeah. basketball a lot. Football, pro and college football, I'm a freaking nerd. You guys know this. 100%. Everybody who's on the show, I, I watch film for fun. 
Like that should tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's enough. crazy. Base baseball is I'm good with for the most part. Um, baseball. That's Samir's my, number one. Samir is a savant in baseball. He's good yeah. with football and he's good with basketball. JD and JD struggles with baseball. How's your hockey? Um, eh, I watch the playoffs. Um, same. Okay, so we're in the same. Columbus, living in Columbus, I'm a Blue Jackets fan. Well, we have our boy Tyler who comes on during hockey season. He kind of is our resident hockey nut. Or we have Shannon or Megan from Slapshot Weir is coming on as well. So we kind of yeah. that's yeah. how we fill our hockey quota, I guess. I can t- like I, I can talk hockey like big time hockey headlines, but I couldn't sit there and like tell your roster. Like, like they, they tell them, they tell me guys, and I'm like, no, I'm yeah, I know who that is, right. I was really into the, the playoffs were awesome this year, though. I really oh, did yeah. enjoy the hockey playoffs. I was all in on the Islanders train. Shout out to our boy AJ Johnson, who came on live stream on uh, Thursday. His lightning back to back champs. Boy, wow. I, it hasn't been done since my Penguins did it a couple years ago. I picked the lightning. I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if that makes, I don't think that makes me I picked the smart, Penguins. But so I, 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 did, mean, I picked the lightning out of, um, so I got that right. So I had the lightning losing to the Penguins in the finals. Or, Whenever and it was pretty much lucky because again, I don't know what to yeah. about hockey. Well, I mean, the damn Islanders were just like a team of destiny almost the entire. Right, and time. I very much enjoyed watching them because they were scrappy. It was the last uh, year. They were mean little. It was guys. last year in the Coliseum, their yeah. stadium. So, I enjoyed that. All right, I think we've done enough hockey because I think we're starting. To yeah, that's funny. I don't even know how we started to talk hockey. Ugh. We were talking about what our sports quotas were. Football Let's just talk season, some college baby. football. All right, so JD, we're going to talk AP poll first, then we'll get into Love conferences it. because. We'll probably do the most big ten. Let's be honest. East, of, it's going to be basically we're going to be talking east of Mississippi for college football. That's yeah, east of Mississippi. Okay, that's probably fair because that actually gets SEC in there too. Um, SEC, yeah. ACC, and Big Twelve. And yeah, Big 10. I mean there, there's some Big Twelve. I think I, mean, there might be like I, I have some team of interest. Some maybe. Um, All right, I'll give phonies. you phonies. I have a phony phonies. out of the right. out of the Big Twelve. I might want to talk about. I'm not going to do what Kevin and Kieran did when. Uh, by the way, check out our ACC my ACC preview on their uh, podcast. It's, uh, it was a great time. As much as I hearing and annoyed the hell out of me with the Sam Howell butt kissing, it was still a great time, and I appreciate it coming on uh, Kevin's uh, show, Tailgate in the Quad. Check it out on iTunes. Um, great. It was a fu- I had a blast. Uh, me and Kevin agreed on a lot of stuff, which was really scary. <laughs> I don't like it's, when you guys agree. It's it's a scary time because I think the the worlds align and like the uh, you ever seen Thor: The Dark World when all like oh, the planets inter-, yeah. inter-, inter I think it's what happens. Um, it's like when right. your divorced parents are nice to each other. You're like, what's going we, on? Whoa, 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 whoa. Our relationship is not, <laughs> is our weird. friendship is not that bad. That's true. Okay. Well, it was only really bad for like, that bad for like about a month. I didn't mean like uh, a divorce. Uh, it wasn't no, That would be like I'm, me I'm and my four Mark got along. That'd be hysterical. All right. Um, we'll rip through this right now quickly. 25, Arizona State. 24, Utah. 23, the Raging Cages of Louisiana. 22, Coastal Carolina. They got gypped in the coaches' poll, but they're here now. Uh, Texas at 21, where they should be. Washington at 20, go UW. My cousin knows that. That's why. Uh, we are a mediocre school. Penn State at uh, 19. Iowa at 18. I love that they're above Penn State. Indi- Indiana, my dark horse for the Big 12 at – Oh, spoiler. <laughs> That's the Big 10, by the way. Set, Show some respect. Shut up. They're both weird conferences in the middle of the country. Um yeah. LSU is 16. Go Tigers. Um, USC at 15. I don't know why the fuck they're there. Uh, my Canes at 14. It's all like, about the U. Yeah, damn straight, man. I, I watched those documentaries to get myself ready for the season. 
Skip and, the end of you part two. I don't think you'll like yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's just, it's the even the Al Golden part is so depressing because I watched that live as a fan. The so first one's significantly better. We can agree on the that. The first one, and they, they, they like, they made I like of, them both. Yeah, I love them both. I just stopped watching the second Nevin Shapiro shows his ugly mug on that damn broadcast. I'm like, oh, done. Okay, game over. <laughs> this, this part of history, I'm, I'm going to go at it the way that the U.S. government, that part of history doesn't exist. Right. Um, number 13, speaking of barely existing, Florida. Um, 12, Wisconsin, 11, Oregon, Samir's new favorite team, uh, 10, North Carolina. We do, Samir. Uh, Notre Dame. Oh, that's going to last long. At nine, Cincinnati at eight, where they should be. Iowa State at seven. Woo, let's go. Um, Texas A&M at six. Georgia at five with three first-place votes. Who the fuck put them in? Who, who gave them votes for like first Georgia. place? People in Georgia, I guess. Uh, your your Buckeyes a four, um, with one first place vote. Clemson was six at three. Oklahoma was six at two. Alabama, the defending champs, forty seven, at the number one slot. So, right now, it's good to see Alabama finally get some preseason respect. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so let me just start off with the things I loved about this poll. We're just we're, we're gonna spitfire, shock, and fire this stuff. We're not gonna right. go through every single damn thing. Uh, I love the Coastal Carolinas in here. Sure. I love that Oregon, Wisconsin, Miami, Indiana are all top twenty teams. I love that Cincinnati's in the top ten. They deserve it. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and they have an electrifying offense. They are one good, one more good year away from getting ACC uh, admission. Who? Uh, Cincy. Oh, they'll go to the Big Ten before they'll go ACC. No, because ACC is going to might they lose fit the Big Ten. Yeah, but they they've school. been trying to get in the ACC for years. That's why they might fit um, there better. Man, who cares? Uh, Iowa State at seven, I love because they're my winner for the Big Twelve anyway. Mm-mm. I think the I think I think Oklahoma is going to blow it. Kevin is not a big Spencer Rattler guy. I'm giving them credit now because I, I think, think they'll be good. I think so Oklahoma's good, but I feel like they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. And Iowa State plays defense, so I don't know. They, um, they they have a lot of returning guys, and I think their defense is actually solid for the first time in like a good Oklahoma since teams. like the like the like the early like the late 2000s. Yeah. Um, the top five, top six, I have really no issue with right now. Uh, North no. Carolina and Notre Dame at nine and ten, both schools will not be there by the end of the season. I think the Notre- top six are definitely like in a, a a tier above. Honestly, the top, even the top eight are kind of. I'm, I'm uh, I think Texas A and M is significantly better than both Iowa State and Cincinnati. Like I oh, would I cut off. I would cut eight, off. I have no issue. With oh anything. no, I'm not saying it. Okay, I guess. All right. We were saying different things. I'm not saying issue. I'm saying like one through six, I think, is in a tier above everyone else. It's oh, like yeah, yeah, those yeah. six actually have a chance to compete. Finds a way to shoot themselves in the foot every year. It's possible, but I think they have the talent to compete. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. can they can stay on the field with Georgia and Alabama on a given night. I yeah, don't think yeah. Iowa State. I'm not, I'm not doubting that. Um, I, I honestly like. I love it. Like the coaches' poll irritates me every year. That's stupid. It's so stupid. Because like I wrote like this year Florida State caught a vote. We know you voted for you know Florida State's head coach voted for him. It's not rocket science to figure that out. Um, you got guys like Dabo voting. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And he's you know the biggest asshole JD, we're only three weeks away from the opening weekend in college, dude. Football. Not Thursday. even are we only three weeks. Ohio State's sixteen days. We open on Thursday. 
I know you guys take on Minnesota. I'm gonna I'm gonna hype at that Minnesota. Game. I'm all at Minnesota. Oof. They're uh, they're the most veteran team Friday, in the Big Ten. We got we got a good game on Friday. We got North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Saturday. Saturday's fucking stacked. Awesome. You've got you've got Wisconsin, Penn State. Such at, a good uh, opener for a Big Ten. Oh my game. lord! I at love noon, it. that just feels like a. And then at three thirty, you have the biggest game of the weekend. You have Miami, Alabama. They haven't played since like 1991. It was I think it was a national? No, 93. It was a national championship game. What's unfortunate about that game is like none of us really care, you know. No one who's a part of this podcast, you know. <laughs> you know, there's no me, rooting. Rabid there's Miami no. Fan. There's no rooting against right? spreading. Yeah, I guess so we can so just like, kind of watch. Yeah? I mean, we all agree. When Kevin got off, we're like, yeah, we're all rooting for. I, I look at you and Samaria like, yeah, we're rooting for Miami. And this one, like, you fucking kidding me? It's 100%. yeah. So like, I don't know, Miami. Yeah, I know. Like, I think I think Miami. Like, I'm gonna quote Colin Coward here, Kevin's favorite broadcaster. Miami being good is good for college football. Yeah, sure. Miami is like like Ohio State, Alabama. They are the blue blood kind of do as we go, kind of just stay. The blue blood of blue bloods. Yeah, you You guys are the home of their close. Like, I would we're a blue blood school too. But the thing is, like, we're like OG. We're an OG school as well. But the thing, the problem is, like. Like you can't talk about college football at Miami from like 1982 through 2001. You Miami had your period a, for sure. Yeah, you have your period of history. 25 years, we were a staple of college yeah. football. Yeah, it, the and consistency you, is where you kind of take that up, second even tier. Up to like 26, even through like 2006, we were nasty. Just after once Larry Coker got fired, that's when we, Miami went downhill for a little while. But Mark Richt deserves so much damn credit for this program. Like Mark, God bless me. He's got diagnosed with Parkinson's over the offseason. Mark Richt deserves to be in the Miami Hall of Fame tomorrow because he basically nuked, restarted, and built the program up from scratch in a year. And it wasn't a great fix. Like I remember we lost to Notre Dame my senior year on Halloween, and I was so upset. But I'm like, we just lost to Notre Dame by one point on Halloween. Could be worse. Oh, 100%. No, yeah, I think so Mark, I, Rick, yeah, Mark we'll Rick talk is, about, we'll is talk about really him. good at starting programs. Yeah, yeah. I think he also brought Georgia back to it. Yeah, he brought Georgia. Right. Now Kirby's fucking it up. Um, <laughs> Louisiana, Texas on uh, on uh, the Saturday as well, 4.30. Georgia, Clemson at 7.30. That one's going to be a good one. Um, and Georgia, then, Clemson. Yeah. I'm sorry, is the game of the weekend. You said my Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the most, like, entertain. I think – I think the craziest atmosphere is going to be Miami, Alabama, but Georgia at? Clemson is. Wait, where's that the, at? It's in the Georgia Dome. Where well, is Miami, Georgia Clemson? Georgia Clemson is in. Is that a neutral site game? I think it is. Where is it taking place? Oh, Bank of America Stadium. Where the hell is that? Bank of America Stadium is that Carolina? Yeah, it's in Charlotte. Yeah. So basically, the home game for Clemson, but Miami yeah. fans travel better than the Georgia fans. So that's why I'm saying like Alabama, Miami fans are two of the best traveling fan bases. I hate Alabama never playing a true road game. Oh, I know, I know. Conference. Well, Nick Saban is Houdini at scheduling. He puts himself in a position. He's got dirt, every he's got dirt on all the scheduling people from every conference. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go play in a basically home game Dude. for us. I, I, I'm going to shut my phone off or at least like mute Kevin's number. If by some miracle we pull this off, I, I keep telling myself this, Mike, if this happens, I have to tread carefully 
Because the amount of cussing out I'm going to get from half of Alabama Twitter will be awful. Oh, handle with grace. Oh, I would handle with grace, man. That's why I do the long season. It is week one. When 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 the Eagles upset the Patriots in the Super Bowl, I handled it with grace. I didn't rub it in, except to my ex girlfriend who I was dating at the time, who was a Patriots fan. Once we were about a month in, I say, "Can I start going now?" And she goes, "Yeah, fine." And I just started unloading like Patriots memes on her. It was hysterical. But um, yeah, so I'm so high for college football. Let's go conference by conference. Pac-12. We'll just start, we'll start with the worst right now. Yeah, we it's or about- it's Oregon or Oregon or USC. I think and Utah I, is going to be like a dark. Horse I, I disagree. And the fact that I think it's Oregon number one, a hundred percent. I think Oregon's going to win. I think it's Oregon. Washington or USC. Washington is one of my dark horse teams. I really like Washington. I've they heard a lot of good things about Washington. They've so kind of been – they come in every couple of years. They've kind of been not down but quiet. Yeah. Um, and I've heard really good things well, about Well, they have Washington. an elite quarterback prospect this year. That's really what it comes down to. Like it was Jake Locker. There was Jacob Easton. They always – every year they have a good team. They have an elite I believe quarterback he's, he's returning. Um, I don't know who it is. Uh my research is basically in the fact that I kind of think Washington does this often. And a couple of the college football, like really intense guys that I kind of trust, uh, obviously none of them work for ESPN because those guys are just cliche machines, but some of the college football podcasts I really trust that I've listened to pretty often, all are very high on Washington. And another guy that's high on Washington, who I also really, really like uh, in his magazine is the Phil Steele who does the magazine out of yeah, Texas yeah, yeah. every he has Washington, I think, as his number two like bounce back like team of the year. I, I, I think Washington's really good, and I think we're also just oh, like deciding USC is going to be good because they're USC. I, I, not that I don't. I, I think USC is going to be be good. I actually think I it's, might even have USC. It's, it's, north and, it's north and south, so I have USC over on their eight and a half win. Like I think USC is going to be good. Oh no, I think eight and a half nine wins is definitely doable for for USC um, this year. They have a decent offense. Their defense isn't bad anymore. But you're right in that way of it's like, yes, is it those two that'll probably be in the championship? Probably yes. Weak. It's going to be Oregon. Yes, but USC. I think Washington, who I don't believe plays USC in the regular season, I think will be a better football team. I think Washington I think will be a better game yeah. than USC does in the championship. Oh, I, I, know. Guess- I think it's going to be like, uh, what was it, two years ago in Alabama when the SEC West was loaded. Right, you had Most years, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, not Miami. You had LSU. You had Alabama. You had Auburn, all Texas A and M. Yep. You had all these great teams in the West, and the East was just like some team with crutches walking out of the field. And Alabama then, slaughtered and South then, Carolina a couple yeah, times out of that. LSU, that just LSU walked in and beat the living snot out of. I think it was Florida or Georgia, and walked into the title game. And L, it was so bad that Alabama almost made it because how bad that beatdown was. Yes. Um. The SEC, the East, there's multiple years where yeah, the, the East SEC East championship East. game mm-hmm. is the third or fourth hardest game on that West team schedule. Yeah, which is disgustingly awful. I don't think that's the case this year because I do think Georgia is very good. But beyond think, that, yeah. the East is not good. I think Florida is very overrated too. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this quarterback this year. I really don't. I mean, I, like the hype around him is way overdone. They lost a lot, man. I know. And I don't think they the, realize like okay. – 70% of their so offense was go, Kyle Pitts. All right. Th- let's go. The three top weapons. They lost Trevon Grimes. He's on the Eagles practice squad. You lost uh, Kadarius Tony. He's on the Giants. And you lost Kyle Pitts. A so generational tight end. Yeah. 
and generational two, offensive their two best receivers who both put up stupid numbers. And not to mention the quarterback that threw it to him. Like, <laughs> I mean, I basically, just, you could have had a functioning moron drop back in that offense and still throw 30 uh, Yeah, I don't think Trask is good. But to, to add to the Trask point. Also, of, Trask also is the ultimate trust fund kid. Literally, dude gets drafted and gets to learn from Tom Brady. No expectation better, of starting for the next two years. better than Felipe Franks. Yo, that's my dude right there. Because <laughs> we almost upset Florida after our worst year, after like a rough year. My It was the 150th season of college football. And I just remember Felipe Franks stares down our safety and throws it right to him. I was laughing. It was like, like second and two. He easily could have just walked forward for two yards. I forget what game it was. He Felipe Franks for Florida ran like a 60-yard touchdown. Took off his helmet, I think. Got a penalty. Was literally like jawing to the away team and then threw like a game-losing pick six the next drive. It was hilarious. No, that was Miami, but then we couldn't score. No, because it was – I don't think it was Miami because they – No, he did that that against Miami. No, he he broke like a 30-yarder against us. Maybe that, was we may be game. talking about different things, but he broke we might, we might against be. us. Did and you win that game on like a game? No, we lost because Brevin oh, then, Jordan. No, I don't think Brevin it was Jordan it. got hit in the. Ch- I think they lost. Jarrett Williams hit Brevin Jordan the chest plate, and he dropped it in the end zone. If Brevin Jordan catches that ball, the 2019 season goes completely. Even though that season was awful, because our entire offense was out partying all night, and then would come into the game. If you ever watch any of those Will games, you? watch. Watch the look at the score lines for every single game. The points per game in the second half and the first half, it's night and day. We would cut because our offense would come in hungover as hell, wouldn't score a point or like would like score a touchdown, a field goal the first half, and then in the second half, light teams up. I would just like to state Jared has talked about like three separate old past Miami teams, and I have yet to go on an Ohio State rant so. Well, Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. Kevin gets and me going. That's listen, the problem. Listen, I'm, a, also, I'm a nice guy. Also, it's Kevin. Kevin not brings out the worst in me. Ohio State host here. Oh, shout really? To, shout out to our girl Savannah at Savdeen Sports Savannah. on Twitter. Right. She's she's great. We miss her. Yeah, she was with us from C for season three and four. She's a big Is she from Ohio. Ohio? Yes. Cool. Good person. She actually works at the restaurant where Peyton Manning did his Hall of Fame uh, party. Oh, she's Canton. Canton girl. Canton area-ish. Yeah, yeah. But uh big Packers, big Packers and uh ah. green, and um Ohio State fan. Uh but yeah, no. So yeah, I love my hurricanes. Get off my get get off my No, bus. no, I was just saying I haven't I'm, ranted. I'm, it's I'm Kevin. So I wanna say it's Kevin brings out the worst to me when he starts comparing Joe Burrow to Coker and stuff like that. I'm just saying Kevin I think also does that because he he believes so much in Alabama's talent. But when he realized, okay, so Jay Coker basically was a was a practice doll dummy with an arm, and that defense was just beat the hell out of everyone else. Because, he said I was biased for defending Joe Burrow when he was comparing him to Coker. Like you're saying, okay. Joe Burrow's Coker, and you're no, not. No, Joe Burrow is actually a good quarterback. It's just the problem is Joe Burrow last year the worst offensive line in football. I agree. Too. We did. We did watch the live stream. We, we watch did the this. live stream. Watch the live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Dang it, Kevin! Even when you're not here, you're in our head. All right, so we can do a consensus in the Pac-12. Oregon, USC in the South, Pac-12, uh, Oregon in the North. Oregon wins. And surprise team out of the Pac-12, Washington. 
I will agree with that. Utah also is a dark horse for me. Utah is actually they're at, sitting at like eight and a half wins, which was higher than I thought. I think Arizona State's going to fall off. Wait, they're they're running way too high. I agree. I I took the under of Arizona State, which was uh, six, seven. No, no, we got to be seven or eight, right? Nine. What? Right. You want some easy who, money? Under. Who, who are they going to beat? All right, never mind. They, they right. don't play an out-of-conference game. That's the best. Oh. Like anybody uh, – because I looked up all the schedules too when I did this. Big they don't really 12. play like an out-of-conference game. All right. We'll do Big 12. We'll move, we'll move east. Um, We'll just do it right now. The American Conference, it's – um. Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. It's, it's Cincinnati blows this. Like I don't, yeah. I don't buy this hype that Kevin's like spewing or Kieran and who I, one of them was saying. Like I think Cincinnati's a flash in the pan. I'm like, no. Cincinnati's one of the best. This is like the third or fourth year in a row. Yeah, Cincinnati's also got one of the best quarterback prospects in the country. So it's like uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is awesome. Desmond no, Ritter is awesome. Um, they did lose some some depth. Shout out uh, James Hudson, Toledo boy. I actually know him. Uh, or met him before, but yeah, he uh Toledo guy there. He went to the Browns. Uh, I think that definitely hurts. They've lost some guys in the offensive line. Yeah. That being said, I think they win that conference easy, but they're over under at 10. I think I'm going to take the under and the fact that they play some tough out of conference. Uh, they play Notre Dame and somebody else. I hope they beat Notre Dame. Trust me, yeah. they do. But that's a losable game. We'll try to speed ball through the Big 12 because it's a good joke. Um, you basically have three teams that have a shot. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Texas, and um, Iowa, State. Uh, Iowa State. I think the championship games will be Iowa State, Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma will win. Um, I think Iowa State's going to make it real damn close, though. I think Oklahoma blows through. Blows through. the. Uh, I think they're going to the struggle because Iowa State, ha- for some reason, is just able to get on their case. Well, Oklahoma has often struggled with like a random Kansas State or something like that. Kind of the uh, same thing Ohio State used to do with like Iowa when Urban was there. Like get, get a game that catches you. I don't think they do that this year because I think their defense is good enough to at least make a few stops. And I think Spencer Rattler a year later, I do think Spencer Rattler's really good. Um, I don't like him I'm on like, the fence. at all. I really dislike the guy because I think he's kind of a freaking douche. But um I do think I don't I don't see them tripping up against anybody and Iowa State in general. We have very different takes on Iowa State and the fact that I think Iowa State's okay, but I think they are gonna get exposed. I think they are gonna have probably three or four losses. I think that's I my shotgun. I think I, they're gonna lose to Iowa week one or two or whatever they play that. They'll lose I, to I like Iowa. Iowa. I like they'll Iowa this I, year. No, I, ooh, ooh, I don't know. I, I think I like they'll Iowa's. beat Iowa on like a nail biter. It's gonna be a great game. Like I, I think so they do they play Notre Dame? Notre Dame is going to have like five losses this year. Notre Dame's schedule is brutal. I was going. And the that. thing is, Ian Book was their best option at quarterback last year. Oklahoma's going to win. We can do Notre Dame. Just oh yeah, yeah. Notre Oklahoma's going to win. I think they're going to well, run through it. Independence. I think Oklahoma. I, we'll do Notre Dame quick. I think oh, Notre Dame is four or five losses this year. I think they're going to. Yeah. Lose. Yes. I, I. I hadn't. Or the over under for Notre Dame is also nine. So that implies they're going to lose three games. Slam I have slam the, the under. The under slam there. It. Um, and it seems like just looking at some stuff, that's kind of the consensus from people betting right now. Uh, their schedule is brutal. Their schedule is really brutal. Um, they have to play North Carolina. They have to play Iowa State. They have to play Cincinnati. Uh, they have to play USC. Um, there's some other – somebody else in there too. Did they play Miami, correct? No? Notre Dame just played Miami this year, no. No? Okay. But either way, um, some of the – where they used to kind of play some of the like not as good teams of the ACC – they are playing some of the better teams of the ACC this year. 
I'm not a big North Carolina guy, but I, I could see them losing that game. I would uh, smash the under as well. I think they'll lose to Cincinnati. All right. Awesome. We'll now get to the actual conferences that matter, East and yes. Mississippi. Uh, we'll start with Big Ten. It's Ohio State. So much damn talent. It's it's not like it's – but but I but, think Indiana is going to uh, make this real tight. Uh, well, who's in your championship? That That's implying you think but Indiana that's problem. wins it's, uh, The unfortunate wins the division? problem is for the Big 12 is that I Indiana plays in the same division as I, Ohio State. And last year proved – And Penn State and Michigan. Oh, no, I don't give a shit about the two of them. Um Last year proved that the Big Ten will go out of their way to help Ohio State. They're a oh, money maker. Oh, stop it. it listen, that was a COVID make, year, and they I literally know, don't I know, do this. But still, do you this. know what it looked like, and I'm going to say it as is. What it looked like, they made the rule three months in advance. How many times did other ACC, conferences listen, change rules and change things because the ACC it's COVID? Is the same thing for ACC, I also hate the Big Ten commissioner. The ACC will literally pay refs to give Clemson wins. Don't believe me? Watch some of their close games. It's real sketchy. The Ohio North Carolina State game two years ago. North Carolina in beat Indiana. That's all you needed to see. They beat them straight up. They deserve to go over them. You're, yeah. Whether they change the rule right or wrong, do you oh, not think they deserve to, to Tom go? Allen for coming on our boy Vince Silver show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, there you go, Tom. Um, I think Indiana is the suckers pick of the Big Ten this year. I think oh, they're, they're going to have five losses. Wow. Four Ooh. to five losses. Jeez, I kid you not, they are going to lose to Ohio State. They're going to lose to Penn State. They no. are going to lose to Iowa. And then they play somebody else, um, I think, out of conference. I'm going to have to check. Oh, Wisconsin. I think, I think they're going to lose to Wisconsin. I think it's going to – here's the thing. Indiana gave everybody what they wanted to see out of Indiana was – Oh, wow, they were good last year, and they're returning a lot of guys, and Penix is good, and all that's fine. But last year was not a normal year. Penn State is going to come back with a vengeance, and Michigan, and teams that kind of gave up last year and had half their team not play, those are still big-time programs. Penn State and Michigan still have five-star athletes on their team. They are going to win those games. Not to mention, I believe Indiana has the hardest crossover games. They play Wisconsin and Iowa from the other division. I think Indiana is going to have four losses. I'll say four. I will offer a devil's advocate here. Yeah. Uh, I'll hear it. I think James Franklin has lost Penn State. Okay. I See, I actually think Penn State's the comeback team. I also think Jim Harbaugh has lost Michigan. Sure. And well, that's not really rocket science. That's basically like the most lukewarm. That's, that is literally me putting my, uh, my soup in the microwave for 30 seconds lukewarm. But yeah. I mean, I actually think Penn Ohio State's State be good this is year. literally stomping on the Big Ten like a pissed off kid who just got bitten by a fire ant's now going after their damn uh, the nest. Really weird analogy, but you get what I'm saying. It's a team that practices to play against Clemson and Alabama every week, and no wonder they smash everybody else. There is there is a certain class of team that can take on SEC teams. Yes. And it, and it used to not be Ohio State. Ohio State always used to dominate the Big Ten, but it used to not be Ohio State. There are six teams, if they left their conference today, could still win eight to ten games in the SEC, not counting Alabama and Georgia. And I'll, I'll throw LSU some years in there. Um, Ohio State, and I will give you Penn State pre this pre last year could compete in certain games. 
They were the out, only team that's competed out west. With Ohio I don't. I don't. I. I really. The Big Twelve is a joke to me. The Big Twelve has always been a joke to me. I Oregon think, honestly, had its years. If you literally put, honestly, if I if somebody asked me the other day, like, would you take Miami over Oklahoma in the playoff? They played some miracle, right? I said, give me Miami's speed on defense and the fact that they actually play defense. Because the second you hit Spencer Rattler, it's going to look real ugly. Same thing with Texas, Iowa State, Oregon. Once you get apparently defense doesn't travel past the Mississippi. So, do I think any of them catching Alabama right now? Probably not. No, but you know it's in the Big Ten right now. Ohio State is in the class of its own, and that's where they start. have more five stars than like the rest of the Big Ten combined on their roster. I know. So Ohio State, like they're just there's the there's, a, there's a talent gap. It's, it, it basically is if Ryan Day forgets how to coach. That is the only way that Indiana wins this damn conference. Indiana, the, the, here's the thing. I don't believe Indiana has a chance to win the conference. I, I just do you, don't. Do you like – I will ask you this. Do you like Wisco? Um, eh, kind of. Who, um, who plays Ohio State in the championship? Iowa. I like Iowa. Iowa. I think Iowa's Iowa consistent. Um, they have a lot of their uh, big games at home. Um, but we'll find out early because I believe they also play right. a pretty early Big Ten uh, game of significance. So your dark horse is is Iowa. Iowa is definitely in, dark horse. Mine is Indiana, and we are both agreeing consensus winner is Ohio State. SEC time. Do we need really? Need, this is so easy. It's Alabama. Now it's Alabama versus. It's Alabama. Let's sure. talk about the rest of the conference. I think Georgia's good. Georgia plays them in the championship. I think Georgia top gives them to game. bottom. Georgia's Georgia got one of the game. best rosters. Georgia gives best them the game. rosters in the country. Top to okay, bottom. Kirby coach in a big game. That is the biggest yes. thing. Here's the I, thing. I want to see it. I want to see it. I think. I, I think Georgia. Georgia beats Clemson week one. You heard it I here so. first. No, I, I. I don't. That's not. I don't even think that's like a stupid hot take. Them, I think that happens. The main really event. Do. We're talking ACC football in about like two minutes, and you're gonna hear a lot of crazy shit out of my mouth. That's the first one. Let's just say, are we going to do our playoff? Yeah, we'll, we'll work. Okay, that. I'll, I'll work to that. Then I think Georgia is really, really good. I think Alabama is getting a lot of credit because they're Alabama, and of course they're good. Their recruiting classes are stupid, but we have not seen a lot of these guys top to bottom. Of people just kind of we've seen. I think Georgia's got do one of the best rosters in, in the country. That's the thing, but you also have to do that with JT Daniel, right? Like. I think JT you know, Daniels kind of the question mark on that team is if he is plays who's semi. Quarterback for, uh, who's quarterback for Iowa State this year? CJ Stroud is probably going to play. What is his experience? Uh, none. none. So, out of all the big name Power Five conferences, the most experienced quarterback left is Spencer Derek Rattler. Is Derek King. Well, and Spencer Rattler, if you're talking Rattler, like Rattler, if you're talking yeah, talent yeah. wise, like talent well. I mean, I mean, King was also Heisman candidate. No, it's a it's Sam Howell. Like he, it's a very like down year. It's a lot late, of people down year for quarterbacks. Quarterback. That's, like what pre, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. This yep. is the pre Trevor Lawrence year. This is what reminds me of a yep. lot of like the we'll call the it the pre Quinn Ewers. We'll call it the pre Quinn Ewers era. Yeah. <laughs> the like it's. I mean, listen, this kid could also suck. We don't know. Yeah, he's the. One of the best prospects ever. Congratulations. So was Tate Martell. It doesn't. That's not true. That's not true. Tate Martell is not a five star quarterback. He was a four star. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, guys this high, Andrew Luck, guys this high coming out of high school, rarely bust that are this rated this high. 
Uh, but we don't need to do a twin viewers thing because we're talking SEC. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. yeah. I. I think Alabama's getting a little too much credit. That being said, do I think Alabama's could win? Could win and might be the who you might bet on if you're not even talking just odds or anything like that to win the national championship. Yeah, because it's freaking Alabama and they replaced everyone with like back to back one to two, like. Uh, Best recruiting class. Like, you know what I mean? I think that this past recruiting class is like one of the better recruiting classes of all time. Like, it, it, it's stupid. Now, that being said, I think they lost a lot in that receiver room. You're talking new receivers. You're talking new quarterbacks. Alabama's used to game-breaking weapons. They had a transfer from a, a guy who transferred from Ohio State to Alabama um, who couldn't get on the field last year. We're not couldn't get on the field. He was on the field a little but didn't really do anything. And I think he's going to start. So, like, I think their weapons are not what Alabama's used to having. That being said, does Alabama win the conference? I'm going to say no, Georgia wins the conference. That's my Oh, oh shit. I'm going to say Georgia okay. wins the conference. I see you, J.D. I'm going to say Georgia this wins the conference. Preview, this kid comes out with a swing. We up. can't go chalk. We've gone, oh, what, Oregon, I Oklahoma? St- yeah, we've basically gone chalk. Well, right? not even we. I mean, we're well, each we, doing kind of our own, but yeah, we've done chalk. Doing cons- yeah, give me basically, Georgia. Basically, we've been consensus through the whole way. But Give me Georgia. I'm going to give Bama. It's one game. Bama for now. I think we'll Bama learn a lot about now. Georgia week one. Because I don't trust their backup quarterback. And if Bryce Young is – as bad as he could is if if Bryce Young, like Kevin's like we played a little garbage time last year. Great. Um, Here's the thing. I don't trust. I think Bryce you'll Young. agree to this, Jared. Mm-hmm. After Week One, we watch Alabama play Miami. We watch Georgia play Clemson. I think we'll have a much better idea of who is the team to beat in that All conference right. after Perfect Week time One. Time to kick off ACC talk. All right. So we've got three teams that basically have a t- have a playoff shot. Out of the ACC, Clemson goes yeah. 0 13. Screw Dabo. I'm like just kidding. <laughs> I, hate, I fucking hate Clemson. So even though I'm legacy there, which cracks me up. Um, um, off the rip, the three teams that have any kind of shot for the ACC title, or even like even a playoff spot or a big bowl game, maybe the Miami, most head and shoulders above everyone else too. Like if you're talking about conferences, um, like three teams I are mean, probably would, there. Was like two. There's like three teams that kind of hang around, like just on the fringe of being. ACC is not good. It's still better than the Big Twelve or the Pac-12. I mean, that might be fair, especially if you know if Texas isn't good. Which who knows? But yeah. but yeah, no, I might I might take that. But because they're 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 top heavy. Their top three, I think, are 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 actually pretty darn good. But yeah, Miami, North Carolina, and Clemson. Even North Carolina State, I'll throw in there too. Um, Ian Pitt as a dark horse. We talked ACC on Cavs Pod. Obviously, took it in the quad. Check it out: iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. But I'll say this right off the rip because I don't have to feel hear Kevin's wrath when I'm saying this. Um, week one. Like JD just said, Clemson plays Georgia and is going to lose. I do not believe in DJ. I'm not going to pronounce his name because I don't want to. Uga Lugalele or something like that. I, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I just, it's hard for me to pronounce. You look my fully, fully spelled Polish last name. Good luck trying to pronounce it. Davis is tough. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Clem is too. You kidding me? Come on, four letters. Um, But. I look at the simple fact that I don't trust this quarterback at Clemson. 
I watched his tape. JD, he goes to a fuck, he went to a fucking athlete factory. At yeah, Hustler. I know. And I watched the, the window. Q- did you actually look? QB you actually one. Look at the tape. You, no, I, I saw my QB one. Um, yeah, the he wasn't the guy, but the guy in front of him, I think, went to Iowa State, and it was the same year uh, as Fields. I think. Yeah, it was. So uh, the windows he was hitting, the width of the width of this room, I'm in. It, it's like he's he's throwing a dart, and so like he's got about five yards of separation each side. On top of that. Last year, yeah, he just step in. He played okay. Played pretty good against Notre Dame. I think he's a worse Kelly Bryant. I think he's like in the Kelly Bryant range to me. A little less mobile, a little better thrower. I just don't buy the hype. He's huge. I don't care. He's got so a cannon. Is, so is Brock Osweiler. Yeah, he's got a cannon. Um, that That's fair. And I like all I'm also, going off of, he's, he's a five-star. He looked good against not, Notre Dame. Yeah. But I think... Clemson is was good, really good. This these last you know five Personnel years, whatever. I think people, I think people might have, I don't know what's the word. Maybe um, not took advantage, but like I think people got a little too used to uh, Trevor Lawrence saving the day and how good he was, and and didn't not appreciate it. But like I don't think you realize how much Trevor Lawrence did for you, Clemson fans. Yeah, no. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence made Jesus. everything look okay. Trevor Lawrence fake made injuries. you, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, faked injuries in a freaking playoff game, but whatever, we'll get past that. Drew, drew penalties and a targeting penalty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When did that happen? Oh, um, oh, 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 I, I don't know. Against against a certain team in Green. Uh, what are you um, talking about? He did it in a play. Ours was he way did worse. It he did it in a playoff that's game. That's why I feel. That's why Screw I that guy, like, Jared. We got I literally got guy. a conversation with an Ohio State fan at the liquor store once after the game, and I was cursing out Trevor Lawrence's name and like. You're a Kings fan? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, why are you complaining about Lawrence? I'm like, he faked an injury and got one of our best players ejected on defense oh, for yep. a targeting penalty that even the commentators like, they cannot call this targeting. He missed his head by about a foot. And targeting. the only reason they called it is because he laid on the ground. And yeah, they had he, like, we're able to have a cuddle. He's, and he's grinning. He, he literally it, popped up and did like the thing where he like jumps up a couple times, start high-fiving. And you can literally see him laughing. Like in the replay. Oh, no. Right? The SEC is a fraud when Lawrence was there. Now they're going to have to actually ACC. hear it. ACC, sorry. Um, the SEC actually is a pretty uh, upstanding conference. Um, I mean, you can't just deny Alabama just kicks a snot people. You can't deny that shit. But um, here's the kicker. Miami only lost one, like, one starter on defense. Right. I guess you can count Roche as a rotation guy. It's Jalen Phillips. Um, one of the best players, obviously, but I mean, on def- on offense, you lose Brevin Jordan, who didn't play the entire season. Um, I'll give you your, your opportunity here, Jared. You calling your shot? Uh, DeAndre Johnson, transfer from Tennessee, one of the best defensive end transfers in the country. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson, one of the best corners in the country from uh, Georgia. And Didn't you guys Paul- just poach a five-star from us? I know that's not this year, but um, yeah, no, for next we had year, a guy decommit. Yeah, we uh he we poached you guys. Yeah, no. Uh Manny Diaz is just on fire recruiting. We had our first top ten recruiting class, or it was at the time in ten years. Uh and we got um my favorite recruit from this class, uh Charleston Rambo, the big play threat from uh spent the Lincoln Riley's offense last year. It's a top ten um, name, that's for sure. Yeah, damn straight. Um to add to that offense that didn't lose a single weapon. So they were we, the our weakest our weakest pro- uh, I'm going to say it right now. They win the ACC. 
Miami upsets comes in and the, the wow because they don't have to play in the regular season, correct? Exactly. So Miami basically deals with the juggernaut that is Alabama week one, and even if they play good and they lose by a touchdown or two, everyone's like, "Oh, Miami can play." Like it, it's like, and I feel like Miami's gonna make this game really close because they always play good in openers. The only gate, the only opener they played like shit in was at the LSU opener, and I was just like, that's just depressing. Um, Manny Diaz, the culture's different in there. I, I, I just, it, it's something new, man. He, he's got those guys believing in that team, and it's nice to see them actually like kind of get the sh- the shtick of it. Um, Derek King is the most experienced quarterback in the conference. He's in yeah. a six-year college. Uh, he's a year younger than yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yep. do yes. experienced, yes, and even their backups are four and five stars at quarterback Jake Garcia and Tyler Van Dyke, both from Connecticut. Shout out. Um, but Miami got all the running backs back, Knight and Cheney and Cameron Harris, their best offensive player, Mike Harley's back. Oh, and they add another weapon in Charleston Rambo, Will Mallory, their best Jared, tight back. I tell you what. If you knock off Alabama and Clemson, I'm sending you a fruit basket because you guys will be my heroes. You will be my heroes if you beat Alabama and Clemson <laughs> in the same calendar year. Okay, if we do the sweep, because that also includes North Carolina. That's the game I care the most about. We can lose to Clemson by a field goal in Alabama by two touchdowns. I just want to beat the living snot out of that. Really? That's the one you want to beat yes, the most? because I was never more embarrassed as a Miami fan then I was the day we lost to North Carolina, that second to last game of the regular season, where Michael Carter and Javante Williams ran for 400 fucking yards on us. And our defense looked tired, exhausted, and not about it. I was embarrassed as a Miami fan. I was disgusted. More embarrassed than the time that Deshaun Watson lit us up for like 45 fucking, 56 fucking points. What the, about my first game as an Alabama, Miami fan? So. I am so about this North Carolina game. And North Carolina, by the way, folks, take the under on wins. They're projected, what, 10 wins, 11 wins? Take um, the under. North Carolina, I have that somewhere. Uh, they are projected at 10 wins. Take the under. Miami, take the over. Trust me. Um, Were you more mad about that or, or more embarrassed about that or when Paul Chris said, F your turnover, champ? Wisconsin. He's the Wisconsin head coach. Oh, oh, you mean that college that has how many national titles? Uh not a lot. No, yeah, no. But they did uh they did dust you in your only good season recently in the Orange Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. You mean where our quarterback was a joke and shell shocked and we were just beat up after? Yeah, no, those are definitely that's that's definitely why you lost. But we literally got the shit kicked out of us by you. Just explained like why you lost, but you yeah, yeah, no, no, we literally got the shit beat out of us by Clemson. No, I had to play Wisconsin. No, I was just I was just talking about your you said like moments that make you mad. I I, I, personally as a big tech guy, I was like good for you, Paul Chris. Miami's got all the flash and Wisconsin like. Good old Midwestern boys just came into their backyard and kicked hey, ass. Hey, Paul Christ, let's play this year. Y'all get smoked. Maybe you will. Because this is the Wisconsin, best. Wisconsin, Miami. First semifinal game. Boom. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but. Miami. <laughs> this is the best. Uh, Jay, I'm going to say this right now. This is the best Miami team I've seen in my entire time as a Miami fan. Wow. That's big praise. We'll, because we'll I've only been a Miami fan since 2015. 
because I've yeah. never had a college team before that. I always kind of just rude. I was like, oh, 2015. I, was See, I thought it was. No, I earlier, 2015. That was the out the last year of Al Golden. That was my first year as a Miami fan. So my first game as a Miami oh, fan. Here are my first two games as a Miami fan, by the way. Al Golden gets fired after a 56 to seven loss to Clemson. Were they both home? No, they're both away. Oh, then yeah. That's at Duke, the kickoff return miracle of like eight laterals. You went to that? No, I got to watch it on TV. I was oh, losing my I you shit. Said you went to these? Games. No, those are my two first oh. games as a Miami fan. Oh, and you're like, okay, do I? Can I? Can I really I'm, pick? Like, no, like after that game, my mom's. <laughs> I, I was wearing my, my Miami shirt. My mom goes, "You really want to stick with this team?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm at home visiting my family," because my I went to a D two school, so like I, I respect college. it. And I was just like, then the next game, I'm at a Halloween party in a in my costume, watching Cornell to run down the sideline at full speed. And I'm like, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. This is it. And then, of course, you know, the three, the two buzzer beater wins over um, Florida State my first two years out of college were. You want to know, you said 2015. You want to know the first year I was an Ohio State fan? Day you were born. 1998, baby. April 24th, 1998. Oh shit! You're born a day after my dad. No, how about that? Shout yeah. To yep. I, we. I kid you not. Like we've lived. My family lives and dies by how to say football. Like our like family friends and stuff make fun of us. We, I love we literally dro- drove down to tail. Like my Saturdays were. We didn't even go to the game. We drove down. We set up a tailgate and we watch. Set up a TV and watch games. Um, and we would go in probably once or twice a year. But yeah, I've, I've been going to Columbus, Ohio for game days. Like pretty much every home game day of my life. So like, yeah, you are a blue blood Ohio state fan. And I have so much respect for you as a person because I love seeing stories like this. Yes. If I grew up in South Florida, did not have the pleasure. You didn't um, have an opportunity to, yeah, and also, neither did I really Kevin. Cause you guys are East coast. Grades. So well, I'm just I, saying I, like East coast wise, you don't UConn. really have like that team. I As I'm saying, you don't have UConn a team. You don't get to root for your entire like life. The UConn team that I was alive to watch and got to see live play. Lost to Bradford and Demarco Murray in the Sugar Bowl, or the Al- the. I remember Bowl. that. Yeah, it was a um, it was a Fiesta Bowl. I believe. So I my ACC pick is Miami. You got it out of me. They'll lose. They'll beat Clemson. My dark horse is North Carolina State, who I think is going to pull an upset on uh, Clemson as well. I've never wanted to be wrong more, but I, I do think Clemson is going to win. Uh, I do. I do think they're going to win the league. I want to be wrong. I would like to see Miami win the league. Why not? I don't like North Carolina, um, and I don't like Clemson, and those seem to be the three who have a shot. So out of those three, yeah, give me, give me Miami, give me Miami. I'm I'm rooting for Miami. I, I on record, I, I am. JD, you're you're slowly turning this into a not anti Ohio State podcast. This should be an anti Ohio State podcast. Now we're well, like, of course, Kevin's there. Well, no, it was not because of you. It was because of Savannah, and then it was because of the bullshit during COVID. But now we like you, so we don't care well, as much. Well, you have to understand, I'm going to ruin that during the season. Oh no 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 no! Um, I have to deal with you two fuckers giving me Giants Eagles flag. As long as you guys don't tell. Uh, so my I will favorite- say I, I I will say this too. Ohio State football is the number one thing in my heart over any Are you NFL. A Browns fan or a Giants fan? I'm a I am genuinely both. I know that's like a lot of people make fun End of me. They the call it a con- gun to your head. Who do you root for? We're playing each other. The Browns. Attaboy. boy. The Browns. Um. 
I've been a Browns fan my entire life. You have to understand they've never been good my entire life. It has been miserable. It has been miserable for my entire life. So when my brother was in peewee football, he was a quarterback. He wore 18. I was his little brother. So my nickname, everyone called him Peyton because he wore 18. Everyone called me Eli as like a 10-year-old kid who like dad wouldn't even like turn the Browns on because like he it just made him mad. He would always go mow the lawn during Browns games. Um I then got an Eli jersey and rooted for them about three years before their first Super Bowl when they weren't that okay. good. So, so like the Giants are like Eagles are still running the conference. And I don't I genuinely don't even remember. Like I was pretty freaking. Oh four. Young. So three years before the Super Bowl was about oh four when we were nasty. But yeah. no, yeah, I, I was I respect like, that. I really eight. do. Like, so I rooted for the Yankees when my Diamondbacks were shit for most of my childhood. But I always love my Diamondbacks more. Like when I went to see Yankees Diamondbacks games, I would the, wear a Brown Super Bowl would mean more. How about that? I would, oh yeah, no, a Brown I Super think, Bowl would mean more. And I also our, love the city of Cleveland. We're doing our we're doing our last football preview is September second, first, whatever it is. Like the and right then, before the season. Yeah, we're we're gonna do our predictions to everything else, but um. We'll do our record. We'll do our um. We'll do a league by least. We'll do AFC next week. The show might be on Wednesday, honestly, because if I'm, I'm coming back from like Saratoga Springs, New York, on my first job, and I'm I don't know what time I'm getting back, but I know I respect that genuinely. Honestly, I love the I I, I root for Browns fans now. I also like. I don't want it to be like it. it it's close. Like it's Ohio State football. Cleveland Browns, New York Giants, and then all other like sports allegiance. Like oh, no, those are in their own that's realm. And Ohio okay. State football is the top of the top. I would give up anything for a national championship. Like okay. Ohio yeah. State football is my peak, easily. Right. My peak. So for me, it's my Philadelphia Eagles number one. I figured by about a hundred feet, and then it's yeah. my Hurricanes football. And then because they've they have just I've grown a love for that program. I don't understand why they just got me on the hook. And then number three is my first favorite sports team, the Arizona Diamondbacks. That is my, those gotcha. are my, those are my guys. I love them. Like I follow the prospects. When um, Tyler Gilbert threw no hitter last week, I was at, I was in the middle of my mock draft and I was my, my uh, fans draft and I was losing my shit. And you know, when Dalton Varsho had a walk off home run on Friday night, I was losing my shit. Like I was like, I love it. I'm like, I don't care right. if the worst team in baseball. Like these are my guys. Like I've been rooting for these guys since like 2001. Like right. this is, these are my dudes. There I thought it was the year we won the World Series, but like I was too young to give a shit anyway. So, right. Um, That's a little I, bit like I obviously like I was a kid. Like the first Giant Super Bowl was like woohoo, yeah. Like the team I'm rooting for. Like I, I got you know I had a jersey. I was into. I was young. The second one was like oh I can enjoy this. The only and now other, it's like yeah. now that I'm more of an adult, like I would Browns or Giants. I would it would it wouldn't even be close to what it yeah, was. Yeah. No. Um. I cried. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was so happy. Like I just was, it was overcome with emotion. I sat there, I was in shock. Was yes, like, and yes. it was bitter. It was bittersweet because I wanted Carson to win it. But now that I've learned more about my Eagles and everything else, I really don't have. A, it's really sad this year. I really don't have a favorite. Can't player be picky, right? I really don't have a favorite player in the Eagles yet. No, That's everyone's so over. young, right? Everyone's They're, so young. Everyone's so young. I don't have a favorite player like Carson. It was that game against the Steelers when he just was. Balling out and playing out of his mind. I was like, oh my God, this kid, this kid's got it. Also, that was the post Chip Kelly era where my favorite player of all time, the Eagles, besides Brian Dawkins, was Sean McCoy, was traded. So I was heartbroken. So I don't know who, who like, dear Philadelphia Eagles, my favorite 
Paul McCoy helped me win a fantasy football championship, oh, so I, I will you. forever you be grateful. two of them, so yeah, I know. I, I got you. So I will forever be grateful. 2000, uh, 2010 and 20, uh, no, 2011 and 2009, he won me two, uh, no. 2009, it was, uh, yeah, 2009, and two, he was. Part I think mine of might have been a couple years later. I won. I've won four fantasy football uh, championships. It's crazy. Dang, banners fly forever. Yeah, right. 2009, 2011, in two, the same league, and then I didn't play fantasy football for like three years. Then I won one. Lat playing for my buddy Sawyer in his in his league. I won one in 2019, and then I won one. No, 2018, I won one for him, and then 2019, I won one for myself. Dal- Dalvin Cook, I need to kiss that man's feet. That man won me my fantasy league. So, Jerry, we've kind of gone off on, on fan tangents. Yeah, but now we do, we, do, we do the playoff. Yeah, so right now, I, I wrote down everything Oregon, Oklahoma, Cincy, Ohio State, Indiana, Iowa, Bama, Georgia, Miami, Clemson are our teams that are in contention. So we'll do first four in. I don't even know if last two outs. I have like, yeah, contention might not even be the best word because I do think like Texas A&M is in there and stuff. I, those are like champions. All right, so and, and dark A&M and stuff, there is a, a gimme too. All right. I, I, I do think Texas A&M is on the way to doing something. I do think Texas A&M is good to no, start to be Jimbo good. Fisher. I agree. I don't like him, but I think he's, he's got something. All right. I'm going to buy bad in the recipes. All right. Um, uh, he, all right, so who are your first four in? Who are your four in? Who are your first two out? Um, okay. In order you have to pick you have to rank the first four. You literally just have to oh. pick them. Well, this is kind of, I guess, the ranking. So um, I think it's going to be Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Alabama make the playoff. I think Georgia and Alabama are going to be on a collision course where it's one of those situations where loser is in, winner's in of the SEC championship. Be that, game could, over again. that game could go either way. Um, and I think Oklahoma, I just don't see where they trip up this year. I just don't see where they trip up this year. And again, Ohio State, a lot of returning guys, a lot of key returning guys, best wide receiver room in the country, uh, I think by far. And that's not even an Ohio State thing. I think uh, most analyst list that would be number one they have two guys that might go probably will go in the first round next year um with chris olave garrett wilson so i think no matter who that quarterback is there and they're picking between three really good guys i believe it will be cj straub um and most people do actually i think ryan day came out yesterday and said he uh is starting to separate but he hasn't named him a starter but he's the starter it's gonna be cj straub i think he's really good um he's young hopefully he doesn't get Trap gamed or something like that on the road, Minnesota. Those can be tough. Uh, there's going to be a games on that schedule. I'm worried about. I'm worried about Oregon. Uh, there's going to be games I'm worried about, but I do think they will also go undefeated, win the Big Ten. Um, those three will be undefeated. I think Alabama will have that one loss. Next one out, I think will be Clemson, and then I will probably go uh, first two out. Oregon. I think Oregon's going to win a lot of football games. I think Oregon's really good. They scare me. All right, so your last two out of Oregon, who? Um, Clemson first, then Oregon. And, and the, I don't know if order matters. But, yep, Clemson and Oregon are my first two out. Uh, my number one is oh, Alabama. I think they're going to beat Georgia. It's going to be very close, but I think they're going to beat them. I think that game could go either way, by the way. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be like a last I did Georgia game. to kind of change some chalk. but. Oh, no, I would love to pick. If, if Bryce Young is not good, then, yeah, it's Georgia. 
Um, it's basically off of reputation right now for me. Yeah. Two is OSU. I think they're just the best top to bottom team, not named Alabama. Their their roster is really good. Oh, it's yes. just they, they just need that quarterback. And number three is the ACC Rocky Balboa themselves, the Miami Hurricanes. For now, it's all about the you. Listen, it's if they beat Clemson the and they fight hard against Alabama, they get this spot to me. Jared, if you call team. your shot, you get twenty minutes to just. Oh, Miami. I will! I will <sighs> be blasting Trick Daddies. It's all about the, uh, the uh, you know what it is, and. Uh, uh, you already know that's the name of the song. And uh, I will be rocking my Ray Lewis throwback or my Ed Reed t-shirt. I actually ordered a Miami hat today. Um, uh, then I want another one. I want like a trucker style one. Um, then my last one is uh, Oklahoma. I think they're going to sneak in. I think they're going to up, get upset once. It's going to really ugly. It's going to really bad for them. Can they afford to lose? They can afford to lose one game only because uh, – Especially the, team, the way you have it because that implies Clemson lost twice. Yeah, that implies Clemson lost twice. So Clemson will be the – Clemson and – no, so it's Clemson seven in my in mind. They're not even the last two. Well, that's because what I'm saying though. Is they yeah, implies yeah, so, they lost to Georgia. Yeah, yeah so the, the first two out are Georgia and A&M. So you're saying – you, in that situation, you would have to say Georgia loses twice, right? Yeah, no, Georgia's going to lose. Georgia's going to lose, I think – to Alabama, and then who they have? They're probably gonna Clemson, Florida. Um, I believe they might play LSU. Something like that. I think it, no. I think Georgia only loses once. Well, so then maybe you're, Georgia sneaks in over Oklahoma. I was. I just don't see a world where Georgia and Oklahoma both have one loss, and Georgia's is to Alabama, and Oklahoma gets in. So you're either yeah, saying so Oklahoma's you know, I'll, undefeated. I'll go, I'll go Georgia. I'll go Georgia. Honestly, okay. I will. I will go Georgia. Oklahoma is, is the is the first one out. So my my four is Alabama, Ohio State, Miami, Georgia, and okay. so it'll be our teams playing each other in the first round, and that'd then Georgia so versus Alabama. Fun. That'd be hysterical because I think our teams match up really well. As it'd much as my team's a bunch of like a bunch of like four and three star recruits. Style wise and strength speed, we have a, our best experience. O-line. Experience. You would yeah. have the experience in the in the quarterback room. We'd probably have it in pretty much everywhere. In the coaching else. room, because doesn't Ryan doesn't uh, Diaz have two years on um, Ryan Day? This will be his third year. Okay, uh, so yeah, Ryan him and Diaz were the same class then. Never mind. I forget how long Urban was out for. So there it is, folks. That's our college preview. Can we say our national champion? Uh, I think it's I think it's Bama right now for me. I I I would love to say Miami because you know I'm just that big of a fanboy, but uh, it's not. I it's, cannot. It's bad. I don't want this. I don't want this. Um, I am just going to ride the Georgia hype, and I might be 100% wrong. Um, I appreciate you. I'm riding the Georgia hype. I'm riding the Georgia hype. All right. And when Alabama stomps Georgia and Clemson stops Georgia and Kevin can laugh in my face, that's fine. I'm going to go the Georgia hype because I do think they have a really good roster. But in order for Georgia to win, it's kind of backwards because the way I had it, I almost yeah. think like it's more likely if Georgia wins that they lose in that SEC championship and get it at the four spot. I don't see them beating Bama twice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, don't see it. All right, last up, Heisman. Who's your high? Just just shot in the dark. Who do you think is going to get it this year? I, I I just I hate just. It's so chalk. I think Spencer Rattler is just going to put up stupid stats. And if he's in the playoff, 
I do think it's going to be Spencer Rattler. I'm going to give you a dark horse Heisman, though, that I think is extremely dark horse Heisman. Um, Tua's little brother at Maryland. I also didn't talk about Maryland. I think Maryland is also a team to watch in the Big Ten. Huh. To his I little brother at Maryland. Maryland is a senior this year. I'm gonna. That's go a like, that is a way shot, but I, yeah, I, think yeah, he, yeah. I think he showed. I think he showed. Well, listen, I'm taking it. Listen, my, my and, dark horse for um, they asked me for my ACC player of the year. I told him was Donald Cheney Jr., the running back from Miami. I'm like, this kid's electric. But um, dark horse for the Heisman, Derek King. Dude's gonna right. dude has more weapons he's ever had. He had more weapons than he's ever had at Houston or Miami. Uh, a not. Hard schedule, but it's not an easy one. But it's all winnable games except for uh, Alabama. Um, my favorite right now, I'm gonna go JT McDaniels. All right, I think he's gonna light it up. I think he's gonna have. A, he's gonna be that Heisman winner who loses in the championship game. Okay, if he is in the, if he gets invited to New York, that means Georgia's rolling. Oh, I think Georgia's only losing one game, and it's right, the Georgia's rolling. Championship game. Um, another guy I like too. Um, it's tough because it's really turned into a quarterback, but I think the running back who's got a shot, um, Bijan Robinson out of Texas, I think is really, really, really good. Really, really good. He's going to Robinson. be the straw that stirs that offense. If that team is good, it's because he's rushing yeah, out of yeah. his ass. Which means I think Bijan uh, Robinson is really good. If you appreciate running back play, just uh, watch my hurricanes this year. That being said, it's hard to win anymore if you're not yeah. a quarterback. Fair enough. All right. Um, Anything else before we head on out of here? Um, yeah, one thing. Uh, Samir can't be with us because it's his birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, Samir. Birthday Happy birthday, Samir. We love you. Have a great Psychic night. Samir. Yeah, Go Giants, uh, he's enjoy- Samir. He's Screw his, uh, your ducks. See you week two, bitch. Love you. Happy birthday. He's- Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, been happy you've been dealing with my bullshit for the past six months. Happy you decided to uh, – Sign on and be uh, with us full time after your internships have been over. Um, and uh, happy 20th birthday to the boy himself, man. Two decades. Uh, I'm actually going to take him off for, I'm going to text him actually this week, see if he wants to meet up for lunch this week, if not next week. How far are you guys? 20 minutes. Oh, so you guys, like you and Samir, like have like hung out before? I have not met him in person yet because oh. so our, our work schedule has been ridiculous. But Gotcha. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And before my new job starts, I'm going to try to go take him out for. It's uh, going to be weird. You're going to look at him and be like, oh, this is what you look out like from like the shoulders down. Yeah, right. I mean, look at me. What if he's tall. like seven foot tall? I think he is like six foot two or something like that. Because I'm, I'm tall, like 5'11. But like, how tall do you think I am? You're probably a solid 5'9. Yeah, I'm 6'4. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. I'm 5'11. So, like, there you go. There you go. It's okay. You can never tell. Yeah, Kevin is 5'8", five, 5'7". Five, now so I'm the like, tallest. There's, that a, means, there's a video of – there's a picture. It means of I'm the most dominant here. The, I'm, dominant. Yeah. I'm the alpha of the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, for girls on Tinder? Shut up. Um, oh, God, I fucking hate that height, that height thing. All right, anyway, um, let's kick that smooth jazz. Time for the last call. Um. Oh my God! What is happening? <laughs> we have a surprise guest quickly to join. What are you doing here? Hey. I hit the wrong link. Hey, Kevin. Hey, buddy. I thought you were here to yell at me. No, we. My bad. We uh, we're using this to record, and it said live, and I didn't read it closely. 
It's all good. Do you want to wish Samir a happy birthday quick? Sure. Whenever you're ready. Is Samir here? No, no he's not. We're just, just wishing happy just birthday before we get into the last call. No. Happy birthday, Samir. I love you. <laughs> all right. Uh, check out Kev's. Uh, what, what's today's episode, buddy? What are you uh, What are you doing for the preview? Big 12. Big 12. For, oh, so the passing league preview. Got it. All right. Yeah. All right, Kev, I you, down. you have to wear a flag football flag on your head. It doesn't won't count. Yeah, Horns fair. down. Be right. John Robinson, Big 12 me. player of the year. Will do. Bye. All right, buddy. Enjoy. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, I just like, I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, Kevin just really joined the studio. Okay. <laughs> I thought he a was surprise like, came like, how did he here already? He's going to yell at me about my Georgia yeah, like, pick already? I, this is even live. Like, <laughs> how did he know? <laughs> All right. Let's kick that smooth jazz time for the last call. Folks, I want to complain about something quick, and it's Giants fans. And it's only Giants fans that are bitter about Devontae Smith. Because I get your hatred of us, Eagles fans. I get it. I truly do. I truly get your hatred of us for throwing a game that ended up getting us a better draft pick that we flipped for an extra first-round pick next year and still got the receiver we wanted over you guys. But here's the best part. Don't hate on Devontae Smith. Kid didn't do shit wrong. I the, the, the worst take I have heard from a listener of this show who I used to work with at my old job came up to me the other day, a couple months ago, he goes, I think the biggest bust out of the class is Devontae Smith. I dropped the rap I was rapping a piece with. Looked at him straight. I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah, bro. He's super skinny. And he's going to struggle. He's going to hit a lot. And he started every, like, muscle head cliche from a football, an old school football head I'd ever heard, came out in that one sentence. And I sat there looking at him. I'm like, how do you think Kadarius Tony can do? He goes, Oh, he's gonna be a solid player, you know. He's gonna be in the slot, you know. Everything else, I'm like, he was always gonna be. He's gonna have a better career than, uh, you know, uh, Devontae Smith. And so I said this straight up to him. I'm like, listen, yes, the Eagles receiving room right now in camp looks incredible. Quez Watkins looks like the steal of like anybody's late round fantasy football draft. You heard it first. Dude breaks it. He had the fastest uh, touchdown run, uh, twenty one point like seven six miles per hour. Dude was jogging. Kevin said this to me. He goes, dude didn't look like he was trying that hard to outrun everybody. I'm like, yeah, because he's that fast. The only person who ran a faster 40 time than him in his draft class at receiver was Henry Ruggs himself. So just tell you how fast he is. Two, um, I'm I'm not listen, Giants. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I, I like Canary's Tony's game. I think it's good. I, but the problem is his tape should scare the fuck out of you for three reasons. His entire playbook is quick screens, bubble screens, quick slants, all this quick release stuff that make Kyle Trask look like an All-American. He wasn't, but it made him give him a shot for it. Two, you also had Kyle fucking Pitts on the other side of the field and Trayvon Grimes. Like two very good players. One generational, one solid enough to make the NFL. On top of all that, have you looked at the Giants' offense? J.D., you can answer this. How many screen passes do the actual Giants run per game? The answer is less than five. Uh, with their running backs, they like them a lot. But uh, Yeah, they receivers. don't run receiver screens. That's a Philly thing. 
Tony to Philadelphia would have been a, like a home run, but we got to we got the guy you guys wanted. Um, yeah, we traded back. We don't, don't care. Don't don't hate on Devontae Smith for hating on Philadelphia. I understand you hating on us. We stole your draft pick. The Cowboys and us colluded to get you guys out of your receiver you wanted. We threw a game so you guys couldn't make the play, even though you guys would have been smoked by the Buccaneers anyway. Who fucking cares? Um, on top of that, um, win more than six games and then complain about it. And then last but not least, don't hate on the fucking kid because he got drafted. And don't don't. And then I the best thing I heard out of this whole argument was. Oh, he didn't want to go to Philly, bro. He wouldn't be a giant. He's a big, he grew up a giant fan. Like, he's from South Louisiana. If he wasn't a Saints fan, his parents didn't raise him right. I hate the Saints more than the Giants. And I, I long story, Jay, let's have camera. Um, but I thoroughly believe that Smith was hype because he gets to play with his boy, Jalen Hurts. One, two, Philadelphia's already make like Philadelphia's receiver room is all young guys. That offense is basically built for Devontae Smith. Sirianni, literally, it was a no brainer. The guy's whole offense is motions, getting guys with speed and space, and allowing one on one mashups. Basically, what um, Steve Sarkeesian did for Smith at Alabama. The Giants' offense would have been atrocious for Smith. I'm not saying the Giants' offense is bad. The Giants' offense is built for guys like Kenny Galladay. Big, physical, Darius Slayton, guys who can do things in press coverage because your offense is the most pro-style Wisconsin-looking motherfucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Jason Garrett should have been a Wisconsin coach. He'd fit in perfectly there. But that's all I got today. JD, of course, and me did our uh, – College preview. It's on this piece of paper here, right here. Uh, we had a surprise appearance from Kevin because apparently he can't stay away. And shout birthday boy Samir. Uh, he turns twenty today. Getting lit on those Sprite cranberries. So uh, we appreciate y'all stopping by today. Um, live stream will be from six thirty to seven thirty on Thursday, only because the Eagles and Patriots play, and I have to watch every snap of that. So. Blame Nick, blame the NFL for scheduling our preseason games during our show. Once the season starts, our live streams will be like a full hour and a half long. It's just we're not going to bore you guys while you guys won't go watch Eagles and Patriots football. Because apparently we have a lot of Eagles and Patriots fans watching the show. So, cool. Um, for myself, for JD, uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we, are, we are two weeks away from football, oh guys. Just God, two so sweet weeks. 16 days. No, 15 days until well this show airs will be exactly two weeks no thursday so yeah 15 days from college football and then 21 days no 22 days from nfl football buccaneers cowboys i am so excited you have no idea uh calling a buccaneers blow by at least 20 jd you want to take that action you think the buccaneers are going to blow out the cowboys by 20 points? Yeah. Uh, I think they'll win by two touchdowns, but not 20 points. All right, we'll take we'll put that one in the books for later. Alright, we'll catch y'all folks later. Be easy.
Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Podcast Network. What's up, guys? It's Jared from the Corner Booth. Do you like living balls out? Oh boy, do I have the spot for you. Over 200,000 customers happily agree Ballsy is the best place for men's grooming products for your man area. Free of BS chemicals like paraben and sulfate made right here in the U.S. of A. Go to Ballsy.com, use promo code BELLYUPSPORTS, all capitals. Ballsy is an official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast and Belly Up Sports.